to get this out of the way, if you come across a ton of money, you have to get rid of it as fast as possible. Turn it in because if if you find half a million dollars, someone is looking for that half a million dollars. Welcome to In Case You Get Hit by a Podcast with Abby Schneiderman and Gene Newman. I'm your host, Angela, and every week I'll be sitting down with Gina and Abby to cover issues related to organizing your life, home, and household. Here's a fantasy most people have, Abby. It's finding money on the street or in the woods or just along their walk. I'm walking the dog. And next thing you know, wow, there's a suitcase or a gym bag filled with half a million dollars. Now, what should you do if you if you came across that? Now, fantasy-wise, you know, people are like, okay, I'm going to go first. I have to go watch a whole season of Ozark to figure out how to launder this. And they're going to think what happens. But there's movies where you see that every time that happens, it always ends up bad. Well, because like, I always see people out on the beach with those machines searching for stuff. They're, they're searching they're, for gold. They're searching for gold. <laughs> they're, searching, they're searching for gold. They're not searching what for cold, hard cash. Uh, they're just bored. They got nothing. What are they, they searching? What are they they're, searching they're, for money? Precious metals. They're searching for yeah. They're searching for coins. They're searching for for for. They're they're searching for meaning, Abby. That's what they're looking for. But when you watch these movies, you realize. And there's a movie called A Simple Plan where it's a great movie where they find a plane that had crashed in the woods, middle of nowhere, that had millions of dollars in it. And they're like, "What should we do?" And one guy's like, "We should turn it in." The other two are like, "No, it's our money." And then, as you can imagine, it all devolves into like chaos and ruins their lives. Not to give us well, what are you su- what are you supposed to do? So if you come across to get this out of the way, if you come across a ton of money, you have to get rid of it as fast as possible. Turn it in because if if you find half a million dollars, someone is looking for that half a million dollars. They're going to come try to find it, and they're probably going to kill you. So right off the bat, put the fantasies out of your head. You find a block of cash, literally run to the nearest police precinct, get it out of your life as fast as possible. And you could say, well, what if I brought it to a charity? You're like, well, okay, someone is missing that money. Someone is. So please, anyone out there listening, as public what safety. If you, what if you find $20? Okay, now let's I be found, realistic. I found $20, maybe maybe more than, maybe like $40. I was across from my apartment a few years mm-hmm. ago in New York. And I looked around and I looked around and I looked around to see who it could possibly be. There was no cars. There was Nothing. I didn't know what to do. What? Yeah, what? Just take, take it. I, Twenty dollars. I, I, I kept it. Yeah. See, if you find it, like if it's if it's a small amount of money, you know, because think about it this way: we all lose some money here. You lose a five. You lose ten, twenty. Like that just comes out in the wash. You know, you figure in life, what you lose is what you pick up, and all that stuff. So when you find a sum that matters, okay. Now, if you just find a wad of like money on the ground and it doesn't belong to anyone, you can turn it in. Finders keepers. That's how it is. Finders keepers. And here's one of the main rules. If you find it with any identifying information about a person, now morally and legally, you're obligated to get it back to that person because that happened. I've found money before where it's 20, 30. Yeah. You found you you tur- you did so a really it was nice before thing. the pandemic, and I'm walking a dog, and I look down between two cars in Manhattan. I see a purse, 
And I'm like, wow, you don't see a purse. And it looked like it was new because usually, you don't. if a purse is in the street in New York, you don't want to touch it. But it looked like, you know, it was new. I'm like, oh, someone dropped a purse, picked it up, and there was $1,000 cash. There was uh, a few used vape pods. And there was an ID of a woman who, it was a foreign ID. I won't say the country, but it was foreign. And, and I looked and I said, okay, now that I found this and it's identified to a person, I want to get it back to that person. Because I think if you find something, the first thing is, can I just get this back to this person as fast as possible without having to get any authorities involved? Because uh, you think if someone did that for you, wouldn't that make you feel good? If someone found your purse or a wallet and it was still totally. full of all the cash and had everything intact, you're going to be like, that's a good feeling. And even if you want a reward or you don't want a reward, totally. do the right thing. I mean, I've never had a thousand dollars in yes. my wallet, but if I did and I lost it, I'd be very happy. And if they did it, like if they, if they did it being <laughs> totally cool about it, like, Oh no, I don't want a reward. Like take it because think, imagine if someone did that for you. Now for me, I couldn't, I spent like an hour, not too long. Couldn't find out any information. So New York went to the precinct. Here's a funny old fact about New York it used to be if you found a wallet, you just put it in a mailbox and they'd mail it back to the person because pickpocketing was so huge that they're like, just get the person's ID and stuff back. Keep the cash. Don't worry. Pickpockets would literally go by, take the money, drop their wallet in a mailbox and no harm, no foul kind of thing. But now mailboxes are like tiny little slivers. You can't put them in there. So mm -hmm. you should go to the police and you just give it to them. And I wanted to find out what happens because I wanted to know is there a process or something? And first, when I went in, the cops gave me like a weird look. They're like, hey, you found a purse with this money? What? They're like, okay. And I'm like, but it has an ID. You can maybe find out who it is. And then they gave me a form. I said, I did it. And I wanted. Did they return it? So to then after they did some research, because I asked them, what happens to this money if, if you can't locate the person? They're like, oh, it goes downtown and something. And they explained it. But clearly, you don't get it back, at least in a place like New York, maybe in a small town, they'll say, or a county. They'll say, we, we know who you are. If no one claims it in a year, maybe it goes to charity, maybe it goes to this, or maybe we give it back to the person. It could be whatever they do in their county. In New York, it goes down to that. And he said that they, they had located somebody when I was leaving there. But I was definitely curious. And as the rules go, they say if you find more than, I think it's even 20 or 30, you're supposed to just turn it in. Uh, but in reality, it should be a sum that you feel uncomfortable having with you. So did, did they, did this person no. ever contact you? Did they ever, did you ever find out? If, there is if she no got way the this woman's back? alive. I guarantee this was the start of an SVU episode. <laughs> There's no way it was terrifying. So basically I was thinking, okay, there, you know, I could hear the music playing in the back. Da, 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 dum, dum. Uh, Sometimes these good deeds don't, don't end up the way you think they, we were a few months ago, we were in, uh, Washington DC and we were in uh, Georgetown and Ben found mm. a cell phone on the street and he thought he was doing a good deed by taking the cell phone and went into a little shop and he, 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 the phone was dead. So he asked if we could plug the phone in because he thought maybe the person would be trying to find their phone and would call the phone. And so we plugged the phone in a few minutes later, the phone turns back on and lo and behold, somebody calls the number to try to locate the phone. And we say, oh, we're just down the street, a few blocks down. And so the person comes stumbling drunk into this little shop. And it was actually kind of scary. 
he was he was like thank you thank you you know it was it was a disaster and and starts actually um being not not violent but um but we we didn't feel super safe being around this person and i was like then don't do this again just leave the phone on the street like don't drive not you know you don't always have to you don't always have to go the extra mile, Gene. So, I mean, it's really nice that you did it. I think it's really, really nice and kind. And it's really nice that Ben did that. But, but sometimes you don't and know that's what, a different what kind of situation thing you're getting yourself. It's true. When, when, that's why I think if you find this stuff, like the first rule, if you're really uncomfortable, because let's say you are, I want to not get the police involved because I've known friends who their bag got lost and someone got in touch with them and then they got really shady. They're like, meet me here, do that. And you yeah. have to almost say, I'm cutting that bag loose. It's not worth the hassle because for all you know, maybe that person stole it from you in the first place and they're just trying to lure you somewhere. And dropping it off at the police, you could think, I want to avoid the hassle. But what if that person is in trouble with the police and the police contact them and then they have more trouble and you're like, that's more reason not to want to get contact them because if they have trouble... You don't yeah. want them coming to your house and knowing who you are. And I can understand people, you know, maybe for me, it's not a worry that I have in my everyday life, but I could see definitely people having that worry. I know most women in my life would be like, I do not want a strange, freaky guy because all of a sudden I'll hand him his phone and smile and he'll think, okay, now we're married and he's going to break in and like stalk me forever. And you did a good deed and now you're going to get stalked. Whereas a lot of, you know, for me, I've never felt that way, but that becomes, a. that's why if you find it, Again, you find it, no identifying information, you know, put it back into the economy. Be like, cool, I'm going to go buy something. I'm going to get rid of this. I'm going to give it to charity. I'm going to do whatever, pay a bill. But when it comes to finding it with someone's identity, you have to take that step and say, am I comfortable in contacting this person? Like with the phone, it seems like if you lost your phone, it'd be great if someone got back to you. A lot of times people who've left wallets or phones and Ubers, they'll return them. You know, they're pretty good about it. I've known people that have gotten in the mail all of a sudden a wallet they didn't even realize they had lost. They just, for some reason, they're like, they got a package. They're like, is this a magic trick? Where I didn't even know it was gone. But you have to take your safety into account. This podcast is brought to you by Everplans, the app designed to guide you through securely storing and sharing your most important information. We're pretty much everywhere you are, so be sure to follow us. We're at Everplans on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. See you next week. 